cliffcentral.com. We're going to cry, laugh, and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. Hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whatever time it is, wherever you are in the world, welcome to another episode of Life with Lebang, brought to you by cliffcentral.com. So today's a very special day. I'm in studio with someone that I've been dying to talk to. We were supposed to speak a couple of weeks ago. It didn't work out. And then we were supposed to speak another time. It didn't work out. So today is the day. It's finally happening. And we're going to touch on something that I think every single parent in this day and age thinks about at some point. At one or other point, it comes across your mind and you're like, hmm, should I? Did I do the right thing? Is this going to be okay? So I'm excited today to share with you that I'm in studio with Ntabi Seng Matole and she is a full time digital content creator with almost five years uh, doing social media. In 2021, check this, she resigned from her corporate banking job to pursue content creation full-time. Now, there was a time where content creation was never a full-time thing, and now it is. It just be like that. And Tabi Singh is passionate about empowering young women, especially from disadvantaged backgrounds, to dream big for themselves. And when she isn't working, you can find her reading a novel or spending time with her husband and daughter. And Tabi Singh, hello and welcome to Life with Lebanon. How are you? Um, I'm good. A bit cold. <laughs> a bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit cold. But yeah, I'm good. I'm doing good. Yes. So, and so we're saying for all of our listeners who maybe have no idea who you are, in like one sentence, how can, how would you describe yourself? And Tabi Singh Kemang, who isn't Tabi Singh? Um, so Ntavi Singh is a young woman from the Val. I grew up in the Val and, um, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. And like you mentioned, I'm a full-time content creator and I'm just a happy soul, man. Um, I find pleasure in the smallest things. I love that. And yeah, um, I'm not difficult to please. I'm just a simple human being. Yeah. So you're a whole vibe, essentially. <laughs> if you want to put it like that. Yeah, no, we're going to put it like that. <laughs> so I'm saying the reason why we I actually wanted to speak to you is because uh, we noticed that in your full time content creation, you don't hold back. You put your whole like your whole life is out there. Right. Which is interesting, which is. I mean, it's your job, it's your nine to five. The fact that you quit your actual nine to five and went full time into content creation is, is something that I don't think many people would have the balls and the guts to actually do. But your whole social media and YouTube content is based on your lifestyle. This is whether you're attending events, doing your nails, shopping, just every little detail of your life is put out there. Where does the mommy content idea come from? Because that's like the more interesting stuff. And why do you feel the need to share all of that? With the whole world, like everybody knows everything that you're doing every time. Oh my word. I don't think it's every single detail. Um, but yeah, my content is based on my lifestyle and things that I do and things that I enjoy doing. Um, and I think to answer your question with the mommy content, it's not something that I thought about like, at a moment in time where I was like, okay, I'm going to share my mommy content. But because my content is already about my life, um, and it's lifestyle based. I became a mom 
I became a mom and so mommyhood content became integrated into my content as well. So it was just an integration of what I was already doing, you know. Um, it was not that I decided, okay, today I'm going to start sharing about parenting or mommyhood. And I think mm. the reason why, you know, I am so comfortable sharing about my mommyhood journey is that... Mm. Um, it's so important to have a community as a as a parent. I mean, sure. Um, I was a first time mom when I had my child. She's my only one. You sure. Know, so, and there was a lot of things. There were a lot of things that I didn't know of, I didn't know about that I mm. wish I had known at the time. And mm. I figured there are probably a lot of other moms that also are in the same boat and don't know a lot of things. So, if I share the little that I know, then we can build a community of moms that you know um, are better. In terms of the knowledge and how mm. we parent. No, absolutely. A, a big part of being a parent is having soundboards around you and getting as much help as possible. And especially if it's your first time, it's always good to reach out uh, to the people around you, you know. And I guess in the social media age, sometimes the people around you are online. You know, and we have to be, absolutely. we have to just admit that. Yeah. So when you're recording contact, Con, uh, content with your child Does your daughter understand what mommy's doing Like what's the, what are the most outstanding Moments that you may have had While shooting with her because she's still young Now how old is she now mm, she's five She's five so obviously for her it's just like There's a camera in her face and you know it's recording Her whole life um, So number one does she understand what's happening And number two what are some of like the best Moments that you guys have had together while You were recording her Mm, I don't think that she understands like completely what I'm doing, mm. you know, but I mean, she knows that I'm shooting content, you know, that's, that's the term I, I use. Um, I'll say to her, mommy's shooting content and I'm recording um, mm. my YouTube channel, but I don't think that she fully comprehends exactly what is going on. I mean, she's five. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when I'm shooting my content, I try to not have the camera in her face without her consent so usually when i'm shooting then she will come into my space oh. and be in the camera so i don't take the camera and be like say do hi this, do that. that okay you know um i i do not like forcing her to be in front of the camera sure i allow her the space to feel comfortable in mm. coming in and saying hey guys my mom is doing this and this and that uh. so um so most of the time that's what happens, especially now that she's older, because I do, I mean, she does tell me when, when she's not comfortable, if, if she doesn't want to be in front of the camera, she does tell me that, no, mommy, I don't want mm. um, to take pictures or mm. you can just see body language. Yeah. That, yes. Yeah. Actually, no, I give her at least. Yeah. You know? And, um, so that's very important for me. And, um, yeah, I guess some of the, the best moments that we've had while shooting is, you know, sometimes she will say stuff that, I say, you know, when you are on your channel or when you're recording, then you say, hi guys, welcome back to my channel. Mm, you click mm. the subscribe button, da, 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 da. Mm. So these are things that she's picked up from hearing me say them. Of course. So like when I'm saying hi guys, then she'll carry on and finish the sentences. And yeah. I click the subscribe button yeah. and, you know, comment down below and yeah, um, it just shows that she's always like listening and yeah. Watching. I mean, kids do what they see, not what they're told. Absolutely, like they're literally little parrots copy pasting <laughs> us. Yes. So I'm glad you mentioned that your process uh, with your daughter is to allow her to almost come into your space that you've created versus just making it, you know, like putting her there and making it the spotlight on her. Um, you know, is there a line that one as a parent? 
uh, has to draw, you know, because I worry sometimes about how much exposure mm. we are giving our children and how much of their little lives are being put out there. Because essentially, like you mentioned, they don't really know what's going on. They have no clue that they are on stage mm. all the time. Uh, and I also don't know if the studies have done, have been done enough for us to know what the consequences of that are. You know, all I know is that a lot of the child stars, um, that we grew up with in our era, a lot of them stopped acting as soon as they grew up because they hated being in the spotlight that young. Mm-hmm. And some kids who grew up on social media have gone as far as hating their parents. Like as soon as they hit 18, they're like, I actually don't want anything to do with these people anymore. Mm. They've taken my life. They've put it on a platform that I didn't want. And I was too young to make that decision. And that has messed me up psychologically. So uh, that is part of the reason why I wanted to speak to you directly, because it seems like this is, you know, it's, it's what you've committed to. So are these some, are there some things that you worry about? Absolutely. Absolutely. I do worry about them. Um, like I, what I try to do is, like I mentioned earlier, is that I don't try, I don't enforce like the camera enforce it um, in her face. So I wait for cues from her. If she's comfortable coming into my space while I'm recording, then I let her do it. And I, I also feel like you know, kids as much as they are young, but they're still human beings and they still have feelings. So if she doesn't consent to doing something, if she, if she doesn't um, say yes, I'm okay with you taking pictures of me, then I will not do it. You know, because she's not comfortable with that, and um, I mean, I do, I do worry about the consequences of what that will do in the future. In those moments where she's okay with me sharing and putting her little life on social media, you mm, know, mm. Um, I do worry about the consequences. But um, I also do not think that you know it's every kid that turns out to say, um, actually, I hated being on social media, and. For me also, um, the stuff that I put on social media, I think I'm creating sort of a virtual diary for her. And I hope that when she's older, she'll appreciate all the memories and moments that we've created for her. You know, see what she got up to when she was young. And I mean, if I look back, I don't have a lot of like pictures of myself when I was young, you know, and it's something that I would like to reflect on to see what I was getting up to when I was, um, you know, at her age. Yeah. So I'm trying to, um, for me as well, just putting together those memories and creating memories for her to see that this is what I was doing and um, this is what I got up to. And I think what's most important as well is that just trying to not rob her of her childhood. Um, so I allow her space to still be a child and um, still play, still do her school stuff and not always having the camera in front of her face all the time. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would I would assume that finding a balance is something that you definitely have to work more and more towards as she also grows older. Um, and once she starts getting into like the space of like primary school, high school, where truly all eyes are on her mm. and her whole life has been, is on the internet for all of her classmates to have access to. You know, you never, and it's, it's just sad because the, 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 
the studies are not there yet where we can yeah. actually see what these consequences are. But, um, you know, it, as long as you're finding a balance and everything and like, you know, like it's working for you and your household, I think that's what's important. So you mentioned that not all kids will probably like turn around and like hate their parents. I completely agree with you, but I also believe that maybe other kids are more gifted than others and have strengths and have their own talents. What is it that you identified about your daughter that you thought may actually spark all this digital media attention that you know what? She She's actually really good in front of the camera. She's comfortable. Let me continue in this direction. Mm. I don't think there was anything in particular that I picked up and I said, you know, she's great at doing this. So I'm going to put, like I said, because my content is lifestyle based, I became a mom and it became a part of who I am. And so she would be around and I would just share my journey in parenting and being a mom. And um, if I'm doing something and she wants to come and say, hi guys, or do whatever, then I will let her be in this space. So there wasn't anything in particular that I did. But she, as she grew, um, became comfortable to be in front of the camera, of course. And people really enjoy seeing her, like in my vlogs and um, on my social media. Although I don't share, like I don't share her that often. Um, Cause like I said, I, I still respect her <laughs> as much as she's five year old. Space Nyana. Five years, yes. Uh, I give her space. I still respect her and, um, I still want to give her space to be a child. Yeah. But yeah, there's nothing in particular that I picked up and I said, because she's doing this, I'm going to put on social media. Mm-hmm. I just think it just integrated into what I was already sharing. Yeah. Mm. That's nice. What are your thoughts on, um, Maybe other South African mothers who have created Instagram pages for their children and that page is just full blown that child's life. Not a lot to do with the mom or the dad anymore. It's just whatever the child is doing that day, you know, you can find it on that page. Um, mm. you know, we're seeing that happen more and more. I think it began a lot with our celebrity mothers in the African community and yeah, they winning awards for it. And I think for, for most, it's even a source of income. I mean, a lot of brands, uh, want to collaborate with a lot of these accounts mm. where you're sharing all this mommy content and they want to plug in and say, Hey, can you promote our what, 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 what? So on one side, um, you know, from a, from a financial, perspective how have you benefited from that considering that you know you left your job to do content creation full-time uh how are how are the financial changes for you as far as that goes yo you've asked me so many questions i i feel like that was a four in one yeah i know (laughs) i'm gonna try to remember all of them but i think my opinion on other parents that are doing this i think that was the first question you you asked me yeah I think each parent acts on the best interest of their child, you know, so I can't sit here and say what they're doing is wrong, what they're doing is right. Each parent acts on the best interest of their child and whatever decision you make as a parent, you know the consequences. Hopefully you've thought about what it means for you and your child or for your family. So um, I cannot say whether it's wrong or right, um, but I would caution that, um, like I mentioned, always take cues from your child and allowing kids to have space to be kids, you know. And also I think another important thing is that some of these kids are actually comfortable being in front of the camera and some of these kids want to be in front of the camera and um, some of the, these kids are talented you know and we have singers dancers and social media has just given them a platform to showcase their talents at, at an early age and right now it may look like 
maybe parents are exploiting their kids in some sense. But if if your child is talented and they want they like dancing or singing and there's social media to give them an opportunity to showcase that, then why not, right? Like I said, you are acting um, on the best interest of your child, so that is absolutely amazing. Um, and from a financial point of view, um. Remember, on my end, I I didn't put my child on social media to become a, uh, an influencer. I resigned on uh, I resigned from my job to become an influencer. I did that, right? Um, it just so happened that me sharing pictures of my child or her her little life on social media, um, <laughs> it just happened that some brands would find interest in that because they would see how. Maybe entertaining she is, you know, how people like her. And so an opportunity would come to want to work with us. And depending on what it is, then I would definitely consider it. And I think it's important that with parents that are working with brands as well, that you check that whatever whatever brand you're working with, if it's a, it's aligned with your lifestyle, it makes things easier. Sure. Like, for example, if we work with a clothing brand, um, on any given day, if my child is wearing a cute outfit, I would want to take a picture of her, right? Just outside of content creation or influencing. And so if I put a picture of her on social media with a cute outfit dress that she's wearing and a brand is like, oh, actually, we have a new collection of clothes we'd like to advertise. So we'd like to use you and your child. And we're like, okay, let's do it. And um, so it's not outside of what we would normally do on any given day. You know, it's just clothes from it's just now attached mm. to mm. a brand and it's now a collaboration mm. but it's clothes that she wears she dresses up so it was going to happen anyway it was going to happen or without anyway. the collaboration absolutely i can dig it so you mentioned now you know people see your child and uh it excites them or whatever have you ever been in public with your daughter and somebody recognizes her or by her being your child, somebody recognizes you and then they recognize her and they want to take a picture and they get all excited. Like, not the extremes of like, you know, flash mobs and like pictures and paparazzi, yeah. but like, oh my gosh, don't be saying, hey, I follow you. Oh my gosh, it's your daughter. Ah, and then somebody hugs you. Like, has that ever happened and how do you kind of deal with that? Yeah, oh my gosh, it, it happens all the time. Like, when I'm at the mall with her, in fact, people actually recognize her before they see me. Sure. And to be honest with you, like it makes me uncomfortable, um, especially when they reach out to her before they, they come to me. Cause I feel like she's a child and these are strangers to her. She doesn't know them. Exactly. And she doesn't know where these people know her from as well, you know? So I think I would appreciate if people first came to me and said, hi, and I was saying, I follow you. Um, I, this is Lirua. Can I say hi? Are you comfortable with me speaking to her or saying hi to her? You, you know, but also I get that people are excited and they love her. So when they see in public, they see her in public, it's just out of excitement and just yeah. love for her. So when they see her, it's like, oh my gosh, it's Leroux. We sing her for the first time here and they get so excited. I get that. But, um, I hope that they're listening and they probably are in the future. Yes. Uh, yeah. well, to all 40,000 of you listening. <laughs> If you see Tabi Singh and her daughter in public, please ask Tabi Singh first for permission before you attack her child and ask for hugs and kisses. This poor child has no clue who you are. She has no clue how you know her. You know her because you look at her life every single day. So you feel close to her. But I think there definitely needs to be, there's something that needs to be said for like the management of the fans of the child. Mm. You know, because 
like you said, some of them are just excited and they're innocently just going to greet. But we have to be honest about some of them that are not. Yes. This is South Africa. Yes. Never mind this is South Africa. This is the world. Yes. We live with human beings. We are human beings. Human beings are the way that they are. Mm-hmm. And some of them are dangerous. Mm. Some of them are pedophiles. Some of them are sick. They've got mental issues. Mm. What are, and if there are any concerns as far as the sharing that you do, because you can't control who is watching the content. Mm. You can't control the audience. They will just flock to you and you'll innocently just hope that it's people that are coming there for the right reasons. It's other moms. It's, you know, other people that are genuinely interested in your content, but there are a lot of dark people on the internet who will come to your page for the wrong reasons. Mm. Now, how, if any, how do you manage that? How does that make you feel? And what measures have you thought about as far as protecting your daughter Mm. from those kinds of people that will be watching her grow and then when she's 16 they slide into her DMs and they go oh I've been watching you for so many years and and you know I'm sorry to bring it up but these are some of the things so scary it's so scary and something similar happened to my best friend like a few years ago where her son was like 9 and he'd always play on Roblox and he'd be playing and now he's like 13 and the same person that he'd always play with on Roblox suddenly DMs him like hey dude it's been so good playing with you for the past 3 years send me your number so now the trust is built sure that person they send numbers, they exchange numbers, and it did not end well, is the sure. point. It turned out to be some 60 year old person in another country. Man, big ass. Anyway, so, and I'm sorry, because that makes it sound very scary, but that, this is the reality. This is, as parents, you know, we have to be so careful and extra careful about our children and sharing with them, sharing their lives on social media. So, what are some of the measures that you've taken? Yeah, I think, sure, it's so scary. It's honestly so scary. But I think some of the things that I'm doing is, you know, I, I do not share, like, places that my child goes to. Like, for example, um, I will not share on social media where she takes her swimming lessons. Um, I will not share, like, stuff like that, where we know we frequent every single week yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know, I will not share that on social media. And when I'm with her, I don't, I shy away from sharing, like, at the time we are at a particular place, if we're somewhere, then I'll only share if we're about to leave. Um, or I'll only share if I know that entrance to that place is like limited. So no one can just come in at okay. that time while we are there, right? Yeah. Maybe you need a booking to go to that place. So sure. if I know that like it's fully booked and no one can just come in, then, um, then I'll share. But I try to like protect where we are by not sharing on social media. Like I said, I will not like share what school she goes to. So people don't know. Um, I mean, p- people who would know is people who would recognize her at school, for example, like parents who would see her at the same school. But I would not just like willy nilly go on social media and say, this is where my child goes to school. Sure. Sure. Or this is where my child goes to swimming. Or this is what we do every Saturday because I understand that that can attract people because if they know our routine yeah. and where we, where we frequent, yeah. then it can allow that space where you are, you will attract even like the wrong people. Mm, 100%, yeah. 100%. But also I think because now she's five, right? That account, I'm handling it at this moment. Good. Um, so she has no access to that account. I, I think for the longest time, she didn't know it existed until she was visiting, I think, um, her grandparents and then they were looking at 
her, her cousins were on Instagram and then she saw some of her videos on her page. But she doesn't know that she has an Instagram account. Yeah. So I, she doesn't, she didn't know for the longest time if that world exists. And I don't know if she understands that, understands that that world exists for her where she's got pictures of her on her own account. So I'm managing the page and I think that um, for the longest time I will. I will co-manage it until she's old enough, but I'll still try and make sure that I put like measures in place and security in place Sure. Um, to, yeah, to manage that. Hopefully in the future there's like an Instagram for kids where, you know, you can... Um, nope, that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> Just make that account private. <laughs> Just make it a private account, you know, yeah. see who's trying to follow. Like, you know, because we're just so early in like the digital space mm-hmm. as far as like how our kids are going to get affected directly by social media. We as the parents just need to take like an extra, extra limit and extra, you know, participation yeah. in it. We can't just leave our kids to their phones and to yeah. their tablets and just let them do whatever they want because we don't even know the full hundred percent capabilities of the World Wide Web. Totally. What more these kids? Yeah. We're still struggling with these click ads and these hey hey take a survey hey hey Brazilian but what 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 like <laughs> these things just pop up and we just get frustrated. But imagine these kids mm. like for them it's just like oh what does this button do mm. and they click it and then that child is ruined. Mm. So it'd be like that. Yeah. So you spoke about a bit about your routine and where you guys go every day and like blah blah blah. What is your process of coming up with the content? So the, 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 the content routine, uh, because it is your job, you obviously have to plan it and come up with stuff. How does that go? Um, is it just something that sort of like comes to you? Because what I've realized is that doing content is actually, it's, it's, it's not, it's not easy. Mm. It's hard. Yeah, it looks easy. Like, Oh, this person just walked into a party and took pictures. That's nice. No, sir. There's a whole thing. And if you want to know more about that whole thing, there is a show here on Cliff Central called the third draft podcast where they actually speak to a bunch of content creators so make sure you listen to them Wednesdays at 10 o'clock in fact just after this they 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 dive right into that so what is your personal process for creating content and coming up with some of the ideas that you do that you're going to feature for today tomorrow forever so it's not that difficult because um my my vlogs or my content is Mostly based on what I do. So, um, and it's, I post my content on a weekly basis and it'll be based on what I did for the week. So I'll just, how I plan, how I plan it is just, I will think about what I'll be doing in the next, in the coming week. Just how you would normally like plan your week, right? So I'll plan that on Monday, this is what I'm doing. On Tuesday, I have an event. On Wednesday, I need to go drop off my daughter at swimming or, um, no, actually not that because I don't share where she swims. Um, but like, for example, I need to run errands somewhere and I'm coming here for an interview, you know. So things like that, then I will just think about how, okay, how is my content going to, to start or where is it going to start? So it's going to start with me, um, first going to do my nails as part of my self care, you know, taking care of myself. And then the next day it's, an interview at Cliff Central and I share that or I record that. And then the next day it's something else. It's an event that I have and then I'll take my, my subscribers with me to an event and then I'll just put that together. It'll become one beautiful vlog that they will enjoy on YouTube. Um, so yeah, it's not that difficult because it just, it's centered around what I'll be doing for the week, but I do need to mentally prepare myself as well because for me, content creation, it does take, take a lot of mental preparation. Like I have to be in the right mental space. 
space to be like, okay, I'm going to be shooting for the whole week. Like I'm going to have my camera out for the entire week. And that's not something that is easy. And like you said, you don't just like wake up and whip out your camera or at least I don't do it. So I have to mentally prepare myself and make sure that, you know what? Okay. I'm in the mental space to do it. And then, um, once I'm there, then it, it becomes easier to, to, to do it. Um, then every day I'll yeah. just wake up and, um, take my camera and take my subscribers with me wherever sure. I'm going. Yeah. Sure. I, I like, I like how you phrase it, take your subscribers with you because that's essentially then, it speaks to why you're doing this. It's because you're creating a community. It's because you're just gathering people that are like-minded mm-hmm. that could benefit from just being with you everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's very cool. It, it makes it make sense. Yeah. And also because it's, you know, it's not some people like look at social media or content creation or m- more specifically maybe YouTube vlogs because that's mostly what I do. And to someone else, it might just look like, you know, you're just showing people where you're going and what you're doing, but not really like the underlying of that, the underlying message that people can get out of that is much, much bigger than just me going to do my nails. It's actually showing another mom that you need to take time to yeah. take care of yourself. Yes. It's important to make time for yourself as a parent. You know, you can be busy taking care of your kids, but take time out of your schedule, you know, to do the things that you enjoy doing and also being invited for an interview, an opportunity like this, showing that to my community is saying that you can be bold in your, your goals and dreams and opportunities will come for you, you know? Um, so it's very important that people know that, um, we are creating a community and it's not just, I'm just showcasing my life. So people know what I'm doing. It's way, way bigger than that. And, um, I think it comes also with the feedback that you would normally get from your followers and how, oh my word, this inspired me to do this. Oh, you know, I was feeling down and then you put up a vlog and my, you, it lifted my mood. That's so nice. Cause then it means you're actually doing something. Yes. You're not just like messing around recording your life. No, I love that for you. And so I'll be saying, have you ever considered taking your child completely off social media and just like removing her and ripping her whole, Everything that you've put up there, just removing it. And I know that it's a trend where lately people are paying to disappear Mm. online. They don't want to be found. They don't want to be known. Like nothing. Is that something you've ever considered? I have thought about it, if I'm being honest, you know, um, because sometimes you'll get like unsolicited advice from people telling you, oh, how do you dress your child? Like this is one comment I've received like Mm. last year, I think sometime. Mm. Uh, but it was on my page, you know, and the thing is because people are communicating with me, my child is not seeing that. Um, you know, people will be like, Oh, like, how do you dress your child like this? You know, this is not um, appropriate for a child. So people will just like randomly come and offer you s- unsolicited advice like that. And you when- must ask. <laughs> you must ask. You yeah. can't just arrive. <laughs> can't just arrive you must ask (laughs) (laughs) so yeah you know when when people like that show up then then you're like oh my gosh actually maybe maybe i should just remove my child from social media actually because i don't want her to grow up and experience stuff like this especially where i will not be in a position to protect her or control her because right now i'm I'm controlling their account but in the next couple of years when she's old enough to take over and she wants her own account she won't be able to do that so i have definitely thought of doing it um 
But also, I do have a wonderful community of people who absolutely love my child. And it just warms my heart. Like, they love my child. And I think that also... Um, makes me want to keep her around as well um, Especially because of what me sharing her does for other moms as well You know, like I said, like it helps people like a lot It's not only for entertainment sometimes But it's just how how another mom would just take ideas on how to dress their child Because of what sure. you shared sure. Or how to do their child's hair because of what you shared You know, so um, because of that Then I will... You know, reconsider and say, okay, let me keep her. Um, but also, there's something I wanted to say now. I forgot it. Ish. It's okay. While you're thinking about that, I'll give you another thing to think about. So, are you worried about the laws that are lagging behind for child influences that may result in exploitation? Because, like I mentioned earlier, mm. there are a couple of kids who are suing their parents because now that they're 18, they're mad at their parents. They're suing their parents for, you know, building these brands on their behalves and essentially, in inverted commas, exploiting them. Are you concerned about that at all? Um, now that you've asked, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It is something that, you know, I think about. I know that in the U.S., um, if your child is a kid, kid, kid fluencer, as they're called, you as a parent, the money that they make on social media, I think as a parent, you're required to open a trust fund for your child and then put that money in there. Yeah. And then once they're old enough, they have access to that. Good. Money, good. Right? I think like we have to thank Britney Spears. <laughs> Britney Spears' dad did her dirty like her whole life. I think even till this day, it's because of that that these things are put into place. Yeah, she really did. Um, so so yeah, things like that. At least in the U.S., that's in place. But obviously in South Africa, there are no laws and regulations around that. But um, one can only hope, man, that you know, as a parent, you're doing what's best for your child. Like of I said earlier on, and. Yeah. One can only hope that if now that she's making money off of social media, I'm using that money for her own benefit, you know. I'm paying her school fees. I'm saving it up for something that's going to benefit her in the future. But I think that what worries me um, is, you know how on social media you'll get these, um, people will like open an account using your 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 pictures, Oh yes, like catfishing. Yes. Use like fake accounts with your pictures. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I think that for me is my biggest worry. Um, like I, yeah, I, I don't want to see the day where somebody uses my child's images to, um, impersonate her and catfish and use her, her pictures for, you know, like a sick reason. Um, so that is what is worrying me. And I, f I wish that there were stricter rules in place for, Stuff like that where if a person or if a secondary account is opened using pictures that are not of that account, then there's something that can be done in immediately where you don't yeah. have to be notified by people that ain't hey, saying check this out, there's something yeah. happening, you know. Look, hopefully because technology is evolving every day, hopefully they'll be able to, you know, create some sort of systems that can protect us and our kids yeah. uh, in such a situation. So in Tabi saying before you go, unfortunately we are we've run out of time the way life is set up. You know, you start talking, you start talking, you start talking and then Shit. time just leaves you. What advice would you give to parents who'd like for their children to also work with brands on social media and other mediums and where can we find you on social media? Um, so advise, take cues from your child. I think take cues from the, from your child. Um, I think I've said this before and I cannot stress it enough. Like we need to allow kids to be kids. They must not, 
you know, always have the camera up in their faces because the other thing that I've realized is that like a while ago, if, if when I, when I'd have my camera out in front of my child and she's, she would start acting, you know, because she would see a camera, then she would start to act, yeah, you know, yeah. which is something that is unnatural. Yeah. So, you know, if the camera is always in front of her, then that's going to be her life. She's always going to want to act a certain way because she's putting up a persona. So I think that um, take cues from your child. If your child is not into this stuff, then don't force her. Don't force your child or him. But there are kids who... Or them... Or they? Yes. <laughs> Actually, yes. <laughs> but <laughs> there are kids who love the camera. There are kids who thrive in front of the camera. And if that is your child, then there is absolutely nothing wrong with that as well. But I think it's important that we listen to our child. If they di- they like it, then great. Yeah. If not, then do not force them. Don't force it. And where can we find you on your social media platforms? And saying if I want to follow you right now. Follow me right now on Instagram at Ntavising Matole. Kinnantavising Matole on Instagram. Kinnantavising Matole on YouTube. And Kinnantavising Matole on TikTok as well. I love it. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. It was a pleasure uh, chatting to you. Thanks. Next time we talk, you better bring your daughter. We want the real star of the show. I will. Yes. I will. <laughs> and thank you at home for tuning in to Life with Labang. Yet again, we will be back next week for another episode. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your year. You know what? Matter of fact, enjoy your life. Why? Because it's for living. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to cliffcentral.com. Love ya. Cliffcentral.com.